Welcome to The Spin Up, a podcast where we focus on spinning up your life without spinning out of control. I'm Carly. And I'm Amy. And on this podcast, we talk about all things Peloton, fitness, nutrition, and balance, offering you all of our tips and tricks that we've learned throughout our journeys. Tune in every Monday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Spin Up. See you on the leaderboard. Hey guys, welcome to episode number eight. Yes, episode number eight. Today we're going to do kind of like a rapid fire personal Q&A. So we're going to ask each other some questions and just go down the list so that you guys can get to know us a little bit better. Yes, so we actually came up, well I came up with all these questions, but I didn't think about them before. So hopefully we get yeah, some Yeah, I really answers. hope you didn't prepare because I haven't seen most of them. <laughs> so it'll be the first time I'm hearing them. As we do this episode. Pretty much. (laughs) Well, before we get into it, we are going to do our quotes of the week. So do you want to go first? Sure. So my quote of the week this week is, there is no elevator to success. You must take the stairs. Uh And um, I don't think that DVF was the originator of this quote, but it's something she repeated many times. And for those of you who don't know who DVF (laughs) is, because Carly did not. um, I don't. Which is a slap in the face to the fashion world. (laughs) Diane von Furstenberg, Furstenberg, the inventor of the wrap dress. And I actually interned for her in New York City. So she is totally my idol. I've met her before, love her. And the reason why I like this quote so much, kind of getting back to the quote, Mm -hmm. is um, so a lot of times I think we try to cut corners and we try to do something like a little bit quicker and figure out a way to get to where we need to be quicker um, with some loopholes. And at the end of the day, there is no loophole. The only way out is through. You've got to keep pushing. You've got to take the stairs. You can't get on the elevator and expect to get the same results. And the reason why DVF always said it, and this is just like a fun fact and tidbit about her office, um, but her office in New York City was five floors and then the sixth floor was Diane's office and there was a giant staircase leading from (laughs) the first floor all the way up to her office and it was a white staircase that you could see and she took the stairs every single day. She never took the elevator. So it's like small thing, big big metaphor and work ethic in life so love that that's what mine was that's a really good one thank you what was yours this week okay so mine um tunde posted on her story a little couple you know weeks ago and i screenshotted it um but actually alex said it alex tucson and it is how you treat yourself is how others will treat you so i really like this one because i feel like it's almost like you know when people say treat yourself like you would treat your best friend yes so I really like that because yeah. I feel like we're all so hard on ourselves. I mean, I don't know about you, but like I'm super hard on myself. And I mm-hmm. think it's instead of, you know, looking down on everything that you do, you have to hype yourself up a little bit, like treat yourself well and good things will come. So yeah. That's my quote. I like that one. I think it's important too to hold yourself to a really high standard so other people can treat you that way too. So True. they know like, okay, like – Carly expects this of herself. That's what she expects from the people around her, too. I think it's a good way to put out the right sort of energy to attract the right people. So I like that. I do like that quote. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so I'm just going to read all the questions, and then you can answer it, and then I'll answer. Okay, works for me. (laughs) 
Okay, we're gonna start with the easiest one. What's your age? My age. Okay, so you I'm your birthday too. Okay, sure. So I'm 26. <laughs> I will be 27 on March 7th. Okay. So kind of soon. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> yeah, don't forget it because I'm obsessed with my birthday. Okay, last year I got Amy a board game and it haunts me till the day. <laughs> Wait, I but die. you also got me a gift card, so it wasn't. No, I didn't. Andrew got that for you. Oh, but it was like a joint gift. Okay, well, you should have just taken the credit because I just gave it to you. So. <laughs> okay, well I'm giving it back. <laughs> Next year I'll do better. Okay, so I'm 23 and my birthday is December 10th. I have a late birthday. It's always been very sad for me because I was the last to do everything. Yeah, that must have been hard with like oh driving. Oh my gosh, and it was and worse everything. in college. Like my friends would go to the bar and I would just cry. I would be so sad because yeah. I couldn't do anything. That's hard. Okay, next. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? So this is an interesting question because I kind of think that there's a way to be both. I would say I'm an outgoing person. I'm very outgoing, but I... And more introverted in the sense that, like, I do prefer to stay home. Yeah. And I'd pick staying home over a night out. So I think although that I'm very outgoing and I'm extroverted in the sense that, like, when I'm in the the, the certain environments, I'm super extroverted. But I would say overall, um, there's a huge component of my personality that's introverted. I honestly you? think I have the exact same answer. I was saying oh. the other day, like, I really think I'm both. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends on the situation. Yeah. But I would say we're both really outgoing. You mm-hmm. know, like, when we're around people, we're not introverted no, at all. for sure. And I do think, though, mm-hmm. like, when I first meet someone, I'm a total introvert. Really? Oh, my gosh. Did, was I not, like, so ner- No. Not, really? I don't think so. Huh. I didn't think anything weird. I wasn't like, oh, gosh, this girl's <laughs> She's so a awkward. weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, because you ever... Oh, we should have done first impressions. Well, whatever. I don't even remember Oh, mine. that's a good one. Ask me. <laughs> okay, well, it was, I was kidding. Remember. I don't remember okay. either, I guess. But I will, I do, oh. I don't know if I ever told you this, but yeah. I remember your first date with my brother because he really? called me right after. It was the cutest thing, honestly. It was the cutest thing. This he called nice. me right after and he was like, Amy, I just met the greatest girl. Like, I ho- really oh, hope really that it cute. works out. And wow, another funny thing that I thought was so <laughs> funny and I was like, oh gosh, you guys are meant to be. They went to a Mexican restaurant. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. And they both ordered uh, Pinot Grigio wine. I know. <laughs> I'm like, who orders wine? Oh my gosh, we drank two <laughs> bottles of wine. I was like oh God. drunk when I got home. Oh but my gosh. that's actually really funny. It was it really, really sweet. Cute. It was like the cutest moment ever. Oh so God. I would say that's probably my real first impression of you. Even well, though I didn't I know you. I actually him. do remember mine. I remember meeting you and calling my mom after and being like, Mom, she is the prettiest person I've ever seen. Oh I'm not even kidding. God, stop. I was like, she's beautiful <laughs> and she's so tiny and small oh my gosh carly i'm not even kidding that is too so, sweet you're I welcome you just said that thank you i really appreciate that totally not true but um, thank you no it is oh you are so sweet love that for you oh, love that for you <laughs> for us okay um what is your job like what do you do for a job not like where do you work but like what is what do you do? yeah yeah so my full-time day job i'm in data center sales so I work for a large technology company, and um, I sell infrastructure to other large companies. <laughs> Over my head. Um, yeah, no, my my family and friends don't understand what I do, but it it, it deals with data cool. and um, like the back end processing of applications and things like that. And mostly, it's a sales role. So okay, yeah, I would say. That. 
My job <laughs> is sales, but I'm also a manager. So take those two together. That's my job. That's good. Um, but yeah, that's like short and sweet about that. Um, okay, I like this one. Who's your inspiration? Wow, who's my inspiration? Like on a personal level, on a like macro level. I don't how does, know. How well, do you? Here, I could go first, and you can. Yeah, let off me of hear you. So mine is my mom. Shout out, mom. <gasps> I oh literally. Oh my god, that's so sweet. I love my mom so much. She is my best friend, and she's literally <gasps> helped me through every little thing in my whole life. So, and I aspire to be as um. What's the right word? Optimistic as her. Like, she has the best outlook on life. It's insane. Wow. I I don't think she ever gets upset. Like, she's just wow. always happy. It's so crazy. So, yeah. my inspiration is my mom. Okay, now you can go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's super hard to top. And my mom's going to be super offended if I don't say her now. So, thank you. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> But since you went personal, I think I'd like to go on, like, more of a macro okay, level yeah, as far it. as, like... Because I think it's really important to have mentors in life. Yeah. And whether you personally know them or not, um, I think it's kind of like, it, it doesn't matter. People can mentor you from afar. So I would say like my inspiration honestly is Ed Milet and, and Heather Monahan. No, so there's two of them. Ed Milet and Heather <laughs> Monahan because they really have these like great stories that they love to share and they just put a lot of good energy out into the universe and spend a lot of their time giving back and helping to develop other people. So I follow both of their podcasts and, um, you know, they've kind of both mentored me from afar and helping to shift my perspective on a lot of things and made me a lot stronger mentally. Um, so I would say that they are both my inspiration. Love that. I knew that you were going to say that. It's so funny. Um, (laughs) Okay, predictable. I'm gonna go. <laughs> what uh, got you into fitness? Hmm. Do you remember? Um, that is an interesting question. So, okay, I guess I can take it all the way back. Um, I started going to the gym, like like working out when I was 15. Mm-hmm. I remember um, because so my crazy. mom would so bring young. me. Yeah, I would go with my mom. And I remember we both did like this challenge that the gym was sponsoring. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like the first little like preview. And I wasn't super like, I was in high school. So yeah, I was pretty so young. Were. So I wasn't super dedicated at the time. But I would say like I really started getting heavily into fitness my senior year of high school. And that's when I'd start to go to the gym before school. So I'd literally wake up at 5 a.m. That is to be so at school at 7. crazy to me. So that's when I really started to like get into fitness and like mm-hmm. double down on it. And I remember and you're not going to probably like this analogy <laughs> because like you, I don't know, whatever. But I remember like looking at my stomach and seeing it hang over my jeans a little bit mm-hmm. and like never wanting that to be like that again. No, and I get that. that. Yeah. And it like motivated me to be like, okay, I really need to make a physical change here. And that's when I started to really get on to that journey. And from there I just continued to build. No. And I think that that's kind of like the same thing for me, honestly. Well, not the exact same thing, but <laughs> I'll just explain. Yeah. So I, I mean, I would, I just did sports all of high school, but then once I got to college, I would like occasionally go to the gym. And then I remember sophomore year, I didn't go at all. And I was just so unhappy and just not in a good place in my life. And I remember the exact same thing happened to me, but it was the scale, which sometimes I think is super 
I hate the scale to be honest, but I remember I stepped on the scale and I was really upset with what I saw. Mm -hmm. And then from that day on, I went like, I went to my gym at home and I went every single, well, not every single day, but like I dedicated myself to the gym after that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, life played its course and now I'm here addicted to my Peloton. Um, <laughs> and that's yeah, what, no, that's good. Cause it's like proof. There's always going to be ups and downs too. No, so I know. It's and like, it's not always just things. like, Oh, I'm in the mood to work out. Like, no, mm-hmm. it was, I don't like to admit that that's the reason why I started, but, but sometimes I'll, it's not about, you're not thinking about health when you're so young. You're and just, honestly, like sometimes you do need that kick in the butt to like get yourself moving because I think in, Again, you might hate me for saying this, but I think a lot of times like society and Instagram and everything else tells us to love our bodies so much that people who are even probably like at an unhealthy weight are not taking action when they should because they're being told to just love where they're at. But if you seriously like need to to lose some weight because of for health, for health issues, reasons, yeah. it's okay to go to that place in your mind and say like, yeah, I need to make a change. And if that's what gets you started, that's great. Then you build from there and establish different like beliefs and thought processes. But that's why like, I, I think it's great to love yourself and love your body. But sometimes I get frustrated with some of that messaging because like you have to at some point like take action and hold yourself accountable no I know I think it definitely just depends on the situation like at this point in my life I appreciate those messages because Mm -hmm. sometimes I need to hear that like body um dysmorphia is like a huge aspect of my life so I think that that's that's um I don't know it could go both ways but I do understand what you're saying so, okay, next. We actually have a lot of questions. I thought that this was going to take not that long, but it might take I a I know. Well, we're, I feel like we're going off on some tangents. We are. Okay. Reel it back in. We'll, we'll try and reel it in. Okay. Um, when and why did you decide to make, like, a fitness Instagram account? Did well, you? Because it was your normal account at first, right? Yeah. I never made a separate Instagram because I just... Or, like, I switch just, over. Yeah, no. I mean, I would say, like, the more fitness became my life, the more I... Mm, needed my Instagram to reflect yeah. who I am and you know what what I wanted to do and I think I tr- I think at one time when I was really into intermittent fasting like made a separate account for that but I again I just wanted to be like this is who I am this yeah. is my brand like it's not I'm not two different people so for me I was just like I want to put it out there That's because true. I want the people that I care about and my friends to also like understand the benefits that I've had from eating healthy and from working out. Oh, that's so a good way to put it. Yeah, so I that's why I just stuck to my I guess my own personal Instagram and mm-hmm. I guess what inspired me to continue to to share that journey and to put it out there is because I've felt how it's transformed my life so much like mentally that I want other people to reap those benefits too. Yeah. You know, so I love that. That's really true. I feel <clears> like <throat> I started well I started I don't know. I think it was 2018, but I did it because actually when I did it, I didn't want anyone to know. Like I literally really? did not tell anyone. Wait. <clears throat> I didn't even tell any. Fun fact. Yeah. Like I had to literally discover <laughs> Carly's food account on my own. And I was like, wait, this I, is Carly, like my Carly. I, I don't understand. She never told me about this account. I didn't tell anyone. I was so mad. Because I was like embarrassed, but that's so stupid. Like so I'm working dumb. on it, but whatever. Anyway, so I made it 
um, I think it was like 2018 and I just made it because, you know, if you scroll back, like I was deep into my yo-yo dieting back then. So like I deleted all the macros and stuff off of every picture, I think. But, um, I do, I was just, I wanted to, I don't know. I think I was following other people and I wanted to just do what they were doing. Cause I thought it was cool. But why did you want to share food specifically? Well, I was doing one of my diets and <laughs> I wanted to share it with people, oh, which okay. is so bad. But well, it's bad looking back, like yeah. in my opinion. But um, anyways, so that's that. Um, but yeah, now it's evolved into a lot different of a page, I'd say. Yeah, I okay. love it. Um, we kind of already talked about like when you decided to like make a change and change your lifestyle, mm-hmm. I think. So I think we skipped that one. Okay. Okay. Um, what's your favorite hobby outside of working out? Wow. That's a hard question because um, <laughs> there aren't many. It is, okay, this is another fun fact, probably off topic again. <laughs> but when I was in college and like did internships and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know when you like meet up with like crowds and they're like, oh, what's your hobby? And you oh. like share and go in a circle and whatever. I literally, my answer was always work. Like yeah. my hobby is work oh, because through college I work. <laughs> it's 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 sad, but it's a testament to who I am. Yeah, like, well, that's good. I work three jobs through college. They're like, oh, what do you do with your spare time? Like, I don't have spare time. I'm working. Yeah. Like, I'm making money. That's my that. hobby. So um, I would say, like, now my hobby, I guess outside of working out, if I'm really trying to think of things that I'm doing I'm that are not work or not generating money for me, <laughs> I guess um, I really love to travel I love to go to the beach. Um, I wish it was summer so I could say the beach. Yeah. But it's not. So I'm trying to think of an indoor activity. It's harder this year too, I I guess, to say your hobbies because we haven't like really had the opportunity. It also did give you the opportunity to maybe discover new hobbies. Like I'm getting back into reading right now. I'm jumping back Mm -hmm. on the reading boat. But I read so many books over the peak of quarantine. I'm trying to think of another hobby. I guess you could say reading. I mean, I'm reading now because I'm doing 75 hard. So I feel like... But are you forcing yourself? Like, do you want to read? Um... You know, I, when I first started reading, I didn't want to read, and it felt really forced, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm learning to, to like, it. like it. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe a, a hobby will spark in my head <laughs> halfway through this episode. Is cooking a hobby for you? I guess, but at the same time, sometimes I'm just like, oh, what can I make to, like, generate content yeah. sometimes. Yeah, so, so you have an ulterior motive. Yeah, like, and it's, it's definitely fun for me, but um, I don't know. I don't mm. know. If anything, it would be like baking. I honestly hate oh. making meals. Like I hate. Making I'm the meals opposite. So I hate baking because I hate having to like measure and like yeah. you're off by half a teaspoon and forget it. No, I mess things. up everything. But it's, oh, that drives me nuts. I think I'm definitely the opposite of that. Um, okay, what are you the most proud of? I'm gonna say this honestly. The spin up. I'm very proud of it. I'm happy that we followed through. I don't really have any. I can't think of anything off the top of my head other than that, which is kind of bad and embarrassing, but... Okay. Um, <laughs> these questions are so hard. I wish that I had some preparation. Okay, but I'll I guess like I would then. say... No, I would say that I'm, I'm most proud of this too, and I think mostly because we didn't like sit around thinking about it for too long. Yeah. We kind of like came up the idea and jumped right in. And I think something that's been a huge issue for me my whole life is like procrastination. It, yeah. yeah. Like I, I know I want to do something, but I spend so much time 
And this is where planning and preparation hurts mm-hmm. people. I spend t- so much time trying to, like, plan, plan it Make out. Make it perfect. Like, I told Carly before we started this, we needed the first 12 episodes, oh my like, gosh. planned. Now we're, like, lost. <laughs> and like, now we kind of just, like, plan week over week. So it didn't go that way. But that's good. Like, that's okay. You no, don't. It's fine. It, it doesn't need to be perfect. You just have to jump in and do I like it. this discovery. Let it go. So I would say I'm really proud of, you know, not only this accomplishment, but I guess, like, fighting through that yeah. hurdle too. So. I also think um, another thing I'm proud of is just like how far I've come in the last year. Like if you met me, well, I guess you did almost meet me a year ago. Okay, yes. but if you like actually knew me a year ago, other than just like, hi, I'm going to pretend I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, I feel like I've just really evolved as a person. So I'm oh, that's that good. Too. I'm proud of you for that. Thanks. Okay, um, going down the list. I think we could jump into, like, Peloton stuff. Because I... Oh, wait. Um, okay. What's your favorite way to self-care? Sorry. We'll jump back to Peloton after. I have two more questions. Um, okay. So, favorite way to self-care, I guess, number one, getting my nails done. <laughs> I actually, this morning, just had <laughs> so much anxiety and so much stress, and it was because I feel like my nails weren't done for a really long time, and they were falling apart, and it was just a disaster. Tragic. And so, although I hate sitting and actually I getting my nails it. done, oh, I hate once it so they're much. done, and I just feel so much better, I don't know what it is and why it's such a stress reliever for mm-hmm. me to like have nails that are done but it is it's just so I guess that's one form of self-care um potentially like outside of the house yeah um and then I would say another for like inside the house is I have this sauna now I have like oh, a little I love sauna that. so I would say like that's a form of self-care as mm-hmm. well like just getting in this it's like a little personal sauna it's like a little tent it yeah like. <laughs> it's a tent that your head sticks out of it <laughs> looks really funny um but it's nice and warm and I love the heat so that's another way but my ideal self-care like I feel like it's more of a night let me paint the picture so like I have a candle lit Mm -hmm. I have a face mask on which is so cliche but it's true (laughs) or or I don't have face mask on let's say I'm just I'm too lazy to do that yoga or stretching like time to myself where I'm actually just doing something or I'm watching tv or I'm Mm -hmm. reading a book like something alone self-care to me is like I'm just all by myself and I have no stress and nothing to think about and my phone is just not next to me yes that's how I felt last night no those nights are so necessary and can I just say, like, I love alone time yeah. as much. And I think maybe that's our, like, again, our introvert side of mm-hmm. us. But even, like, my daily walk is so therapeutic yeah. for me because I'm not looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm typically listening to a podcast, and normally it's, like, a devotional podcast. So it's about, like, God and the Bible, and, like, that just cleanses my mind. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a good point that you, like, when you said yoga, yeah. I thought about that. Like, because yeah. even the movement of getting, huge. like, fresh air and everything else, so... Okay, um, what's your morning and night routine? Mine is going to be so bad. I don't I guess I'll just go first because Amy's about to show me up so hard right Not now. Not true. No, it's true because I barely have one. Like, my morning routine is I wake up, I do my 10 minutes, or I stretch, and I do 10 minutes of core most mornings, and then I'll, like, make my bed, grab something on the way out, brush my teeth, and, like, put mascara on and literally run out the door. My morning routine is very short. I don't have time for a morning routine. Well, that's okay. I um, mean, it's what fits. It's yeah, I like think your it's lifestyle. Just, yeah, I just, 
I need the, well, whatever. Okay, nighttime routine. I get home, I eat a snack sometimes, sometimes I don't, I work out, and then I'll literally eat dinner and like go to bed. I don't have much of a routine because I'm just so tired. Yeah. I feel like I just have so much going on. I just, that's why I appreciate self-care nights so much. Like last night, Friday night, I had nothing to do. I was able to just be alone and like, have a little alone time routine, let's mm-hmm. say. So I'd say that's how I reflect, like, what you're about to say. No, that's good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so mine is basically I wake up in the morning, make my bed, brush my teeth, get dressed, do my workout right away, my 30-30. I'll drink, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll drink about 50 ounces of water while I'm working out. And then after I'm done mm-hmm. working out, I do my 10 pages of reading while I'm walking on my treadmill inside. I would literally eat shit if I did that. Um, I know. It's, I've gotten better at it over time. <laughs> I can't walk too fast. Um, so then after that, I sit and have my morning coffee and listen to my devotional, my daily devotional. Um, and sometimes I'll like journal if I have time. Like That's my yeah. deal morning routine. Um, not always does it happen. And then after that, like I get ready for the day. So I'll do my shower. I do yeah. my skincare. I'll do my hair and makeup if I... I am getting ready that I guess day. I didn't go this into depth, but yeah. whatever. It doesn't really Maybe matter. Maybe I went keep a going. too deep. <laughs> um, and then my nighttime routine, uh, it's funny. Like I feel like it takes me forever to get ready for bed because it's kind of one of my least so much favorite to things do. to do. Just like washing your face. Like, yeah. I hate doing that. Wash your face. I have contacts, so I have to like, take Ugh, out my contacts. I hate that too. Um, brush my teeth, and then I do my whole skincare. So mm-hmm. I usually do like a serum and then a moisturizer <laughs> and then lash and brow serum. Oh, do you and use then lip mask. lash or something? No. Oh. I use the Monate one. Oh, okay. And it actually has really helped. My eyelashes grew so much. Um, so that's just like a side I note. tried to use some type of, it was like black. Uh, castor oil and I got these oh. bumps all over my look how bad they are oh maybe you are had an allergic reaction yeah they haven't gone away it's been literally a year oh my gosh yeah it's really bad a year pretty much I went to the dermatologist and they're like sorry you can't do anything I'm gonna go what? back though I think you need a new dermatologist no I'm though. going to <laughs> mine one. is great remind me to tell you his name I after because I really love him um anyways so then as I'm getting like as I'm getting ready for bed, I have my essential oils going, so I always like um, diffuse essential oils next to my nightstand, and then I'm basically ready to, Go to crawl into bed. And I try super, super hard, like right, once I get into bed, not to pick up my phone again. That's good. Um, and I actually like a couple months ago. This is this is where I have a weakness and need to still <laughs> improve on. Months ago, I bought like a physical alarm clock so that I can put my phone oh. in another room overnight. Oh. So that I didn't look at it in the morning or at night. And have you used it or not? I, well, I use the alarm clock, but my phone's still in the room. It's just on my nightstand. I so should do that. I think I need to put it a little further so I'm not tempted. Because, you know, if it's someone so texts hard. me, it's right there. I, I look know. At I it try not to text you because we get carried away at night. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Um, okay, go-to alcoholic beverage. Go-to alcoholic beverage. So I would say... Tequila. I hate tequila with all my heart. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I literally do. Oh, it makes me want to throw up. Just well, that's okay. It. That's how I feel about vodka. Okay, I still wouldn't even choose vodka. I hate. Okay, I hate the taste of alcohol. I mean, who likes it, right? 
I think it depends. Starting well, out it depends. Like, like I like wine. Oh, I have another go-to. Okay, what is okay, it? Okay, I guess here are, like, the three main drinks that I would drink <laughs> if I'm going to drink. I don't okay, drink Okay, we'll much, do but, this. Okay, so tequila with seltzer and lime juice. And these are all, like, that's kind of, like, a low, lower calorie yeah. carb way to do it. But when you're drinking, obviously, like... You're not dr- even you're thinking drinking. About that. It's not really healthy. Um, and then I love a sparkling rose, like a really dry mm-hmm. sparkling rose. And then Aperol Spritz is okay. my fave. I don't Little love cocktail. Aperol, but it's okay. Like I liked it over the summer, but okay. It's a good summer drink. I have two. I always <laughs> espresso martini is my weakness. Like I'm oh, wow. literally addicted to well not addicted, but I love them. I like will make it at home if I if it's like a holiday, I'll make it. Yeah. Um, and then Pinot Grigio. Those are what I order when I go out places. I'm pretty lame. No, but if those I'm are going to like lame. a bar, an espresso martini is not lame. Like if I'm going to, but I'm happy that the bar scene is over. So if you were at a bar, what would you order? Pinot I would Grigio? order no. Like if I was at like a party bar, like I would that was order. like a club. She yeah. just she literally just <laughs> <pissed off. laughs> I would order probably like. A vodka seltzer and then like oh, literally wow. puke in my mouth at every sip. I would not if I. You basically no. said the same thing, but with tequila, which is yeah, disgusting. because I can't. My body does not react properly to vodka. Um, Something really crazy happens. It's so bad. Alcohol is disgusting. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Just don't drink. <laughs> literally, my my <laughs> recommendation to you is don't drink. Literally. Um. Okay. Now let's jump into Peloton. Yeah. This one's fast. What's your favorite instructor? Kendall Tool. Okay, mine's Olivia. She's literally my favorite person in the whole world. She probably <laughs> thinks I'm so weird. I tag her in everything. Um, okay, and I comment on all her pictures. She's so cute. That's okay. She is really cute. Um, okay, uh, sorry. What has Peloton taught you? This one's hard. Um, I would say a couple things. It's taught me to, I guess, like, first and foremost be mindful of my progress. So I guess prior to having like the Peloton, because I was working out at home, I wasn't, I didn't really have necessarily like a metric gauge on my performance. So having this, like obviously the screen and Mm -hmm. knowing where I'm at with my performance, I feel like is huge because you can gauge like, okay, today I performed really well. Okay. Today I did not perform so well. And, um, so I think it taught me like the importance of, um, like measuring yourself with actual like data, physical data. I really like that one. But it also taught me like on the other spectrum of that, um, having somebody coach me through these workouts is, um, really powerful. And I think that every instructor I've taken had, I've taken something from them Mm -hmm. and I like love the really like deep and emotional rides when you cry. Um, because I think it just reminds you to like give yourself credit and grace and like know your worth. And I don't know, it's just really powerful. So it's done a lot for me. Tell me what it's done for you. You totally, you got that one right on the head. I can't even think for some reason, I'm blanking right now, but I That's feel okay. like Peloton has taught me a lot. I guess the first thing I would say is just, like, how to work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds so funny, but I just... How to work out for your for my own body. Like, I was totally doing all the wrong things, and once mm-hmm. I jumped into this, I realized that everything I was doing for myself was probably the opposite of what I should have been doing. So, mm-hmm. that one's an okay thing that they taught me. Like, I feel like... 
I guess they taught everyone how to work out realist. Not how to but work But how out, did but they do that? I guess like... Not like how to... Do you know what I'm trying to say? No, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> so like how did they teach you that you were doing the wrong things well, for your I body? Well, I just feel like, like I, I know. I want some more clarity on yeah, that Yeah, okay. Thanks. Because sometimes I lose myself in my words. <laughs> I feel like I instead... Maybe I should say like what a good workout is. Not how to work out, but like what an intense workout is like okay. rather than walking on the stairmaster at level eight for 20 minutes mm-hmm. i'm like pushing hard on the bike you know yes. my heart rate is 180 i'm like dying of sweat like yes that's i guess that's what i meant more yes so. not like how like i obviously know how to like do a squat like blah, blah blah but i just mean like knowing how to you know maximize your time rather than you know, walking in circles. No, I think that's a really important point to make okay, because yeah. like I, and it kind of goes along with what I was trying to say with the metrics. Like yeah. you can push harder than you think you can. Mm-hmm. And like, you're not going to die. You're going to make no, it. Gonna make and they it. say that a lot of times too. Like you you have, but your body is, can do more than your mind thinks you're yes. capable of. So, okay. So good. thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Thanks for making me clarify because <laughs> I always leave it on a note where it makes no sense. No, no that like, makes sense. What is this girl saying? Okay, what's your favorite part of the Peloton community? Um, I would say just having a, a team of supportive people who have similar goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. I would say that I think especially like as you get older, it becomes a lot more difficult to find people who align with some yes, of your goals. Like like-minded people. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's really empowering to have a community of people who like have similar goals to you and want to have a certain mentality and standard for themselves in the world around them. So I totally agree. To me, that's the most, the best thing about I think community. that's you? literally the exact same thing. Like I couldn't have said it better myself. Awesome. And that's part of the reason why we started the spin-up. It's true. It's true. And the spin-up has really proved to be a very strong community as yes, well. Yes. We're and very we appreciative. Really, yeah, we love you guys. Love um, Okay. What... This is second to last question. What Peloton related goals do you hope to accomplish in 2021? So like looking back or or looking forward towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I would say um, to leverage some of their other workouts outside of just the bike. Because I think for majority of time I've had the bike, I've just been super focused on cycling and spinning. Um, and one of my goals this, this year is to really kind of get more into the strength training portion of things. Yeah. Um, so I would say like to leverage the strength section a little bit more mm-hmm. um, and to just continue improving on, you know, my power zone efforts like on the that. bike. How about you? Okay. Mine is like kind of opposite of that. So I <laughs> think instead, okay, my goal basically is to focus less on the numbers and more on how I'm feeling. So I mm-hmm. feel like for example, yesterday I was riding and I did like a 30 minute ride. And then after I was like, oh, I have some more in me. Like I want to do just like, I want to try, try out a groove ride. So I tried a groove ride with Emma level and it was like 15 minutes. And I realized that my numbers weren't that good mm-hmm. compared to my old, like my previous numbers. And I think my Peloton related goal is to give myself grace and not stress out when I'm not doing my absolute best and just be like okay it's just a number like you'll do better tomorrow it's just a number yes I love that and I love that you said that because this morning after I finished my 30 minute ride I was like 60 and it's 
away from my PR. And I literally wanted to say, like, normalize being really far off yes. from your best and know that it's okay. Because it's guess fine. what? My heart rate got just as high as it did the it's last fine. time. Yeah. I burned the same amount of calories the last time. The numbers on the screen are that, just numbers. And sometimes, like, our power threshold is different at Based different on times a day. day, month, exactly. year, whatever. Different so, times a day. That's important to know, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's like my Peloton related goal. Other than that, I really want to see if I could get five hundred. I mean, eight hundred rides. I don't think I'll be able to, but I'm gonna. Pre- yes, you can. No, I will. I don't know why I just said that. I can do it. You I'm can. gonna get eight hundred rides, Carly. If you want to do it, you will do it. There's I know. No and reason. I do want to do it. I'm already at like hold yourself accountable. Stay committed to your goals. You'll get yeah, there. I got that. Okay. Um, okay, and our very last question. So instead of doing favorite class of the week. Um, I think we're going to do favorite class of all time, but I kind of have a couple. Okay. I might name two, but they're going to be quick. So whatever. I'll just go first. Okay. My, (laughs) okay. My first favorite class is Cody's Britney Spears ride. Like that Mm -hmm. is probably my favorite ride. Oh my gosh. And the JLo ride. Okay. Those are my two favorite rides. Okay. Okay. So the JLo ride was with Robin and Jess King. Okay. My favorite class, literally of all time, I think I've taken it about 18 times, is Kendall Tool's Arms Toning from 8-30-20. So, I don't know why I just said it like that, but August 30th of 2020. That was my favorite class. I've taken it pretty much, well, like I just said, 20 times. My favorite class ever. I love it. Okay, it's a really hard arms class. I've taken that too. It's so fun. I love punching. Um. Okay, so mine, I guess I'll say two since you said yeah. two. Um, also the Britney ride mm-hmm. because I just love Britney. And I also really, really enjoyed Allie Loves Nicki Minaj ride. Okay, Because yeah. I also love Nicki and it was all on Pink Friday and mm-hmm. that was my jam. So I, ha- I love those two. And I probably shouldn't even say this because I don't even know the date or how anyone would find it. <laughs> but there is a 45 minute ride with Kendall. It's an intervals and arms ride. <laughs> what? <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> okay, no one's going to be able to find it. But you can it's explain. from a while back. Like maybe, I don't know, I feel like April I you telling or, me about or May. It. I'm, I, I like- want to take it again because it was so good. I've already taken I took it twice, like within the same week, <laughs> the first time I took it. But it's really, it, she had just gotten back from like a beach vacation and a lot of the ride is centered around like the ocean and mm-hmm. all that and that I just love the beach and the ocean mm-hmm. so anyways sorry I don't even oh, know wait, why I, I have another that. I don't know no, how okay. to identify wait wasn't the greatest showman in it or something didn't you say no. that there's okay different ride okay um there okay wait I have one more okay um Rebecca Kennedy's 20 minute Miley Cyrus run I loved that run you would put it on one of your favorites of all time? For sure. I, th- I would definitely take that one again. Wow. Okay. I really liked her words in it. They were very inspirational. Yeah. So I would say that's like my other favorite. Plus, I, I knew most of the songs, which is surprising. Yeah. Because the one that Just King put out, I didn't know really any of them. Mm. But um, I heard that it was a lot of her new, newer Yeah, music. so it's hard because I don't really listen to her all that often, but mm-hmm. I tried to. Pre, like before I took the run, uh, yeah. so I kind of like knew some of them. Yeah, I don't know any of her new stuff. So I wish I that they played like Party in the USA or something. Yeah, I kind of like, wish the older forward. stuff was in there, but I have no idea. Maybe we'll get them next time. Better luck next time. <laughs> Anyways, so that is our rapid fire Q and A. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. It was really fun to 
to record. I yes. Yeah. Definitely had great fun. questions. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we will talk to you next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Spin Up, and be sure to um, subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple. And we look forward to talking to you guys again next week. All right. Talk to you. Bye.